0: Hey guys, I'm Casey, and I am going to the Renaissance World Tour. Hello? You're currently on the phone with Casey K. Yep, that's me. You heard that right, I'm going to see Beyoncé. For the first time, I've never seen her... I'm pretty excited. Um, I actually don't know a lot of the songs she's playing. I'm kind of sad. I wish she would play more of the more popular ones, but it is the Renaissance tour, so it makes sense. Um, I'm just excited to be there. So, uh, yeah, because everyone says she's the greatest performer of all time. So, I need to see it for myself. I wasn't actually planning on going. Like it had been in the back of my mind, like I wanted to, but I, I uh, didn't really have anyone to go with. Technically, like, I could have asked somebody, but I've already been, I've already been a lot of places this year. I know that sounds very, um, annoying of, like, of me to say, but I have, this has been a good year, I will say. This has been a pretty good year. So, I was just gonna be like, I'll sit this one out and do the next one. But, I had a friend ask me to go with them in Vegas, and then we asked two more of our friends, and it kind of just turned into this thing. We're literally leaving today. The concert is today in Vegas, so we're driving down there, hopefully have time for a nap, um, maybe some shopping, and coming home in the morning, but yeah, I'm very, very excited, Uh, so I'll let you know how it goes, I'm leaving in less than an hour, but I've got a whole list of stuff to talk about, and I'm actually really excited, I was telling everybody last week, as soon as I ended the last one, I was like, I want to record the next episode, like, I'm super excited to do this, so... Anyways, we're back. Um, let's get into it. So speaking of Beyonce, she requested everybody that's going to the concert from now until Virgo season's over. Um, she wants them all to wear silver. Um, her birthday is September 4th. So she's like, my birthday wish is to be surrounded by, let's see, what does she say? We'll surround ourselves in a shimmering human disco ball each night, everybody mirroring each other's joy. Virgo season together in the house of Chrome. My birthday wish is to celebrate with you wearing your most fabulous silver fashions from the shows 823 to 922. Um, And so I guess apparently Etsy's stores, some of them have like seen huge surges in traffic and uh, purchasing. One of them said there's like a 200% increase in sales. 400% 400% increase in traffic, so that's the power of Queen Bee. But I did not buy something off Etsy, I bought something off Amazon, and <clears throat> yeah, I actually was supposed to wear these one pants, and I cannot find them anywhere. I had torn this house apart, and they are nowhere to be found, so I probably have to stop and get some new ones on the way down. But oh well, I'm not complaining, that I have to go shopping. So in some sad news, uh, I don't know if any of you watch Prices Right, I never really did. It was just kind of one of those things that was on when I was at my grandparents' house when I was little, you know, in the mornings. But Bob Barker passed away. He was 99. um, And there's a joke that's already super old on the internet that said, Bob Barker got as close as he could to 100 without going over. And I've seen it probably 50 times. So I think we can put that one to rest. Um, Yeah, that one's over. But he was on The Price is Right for 35 years. And it's the longest running game show in American history. So, R.I.P. What a legend. In Kylie Jenner news, uh, this has actually been around for a while, but I want to talk about it because I really, really hope it's true and because the new Wonka trailer came out recently, which I guess people didn't like. Um, I'll have to look more into it, but people said it was, like, cheesy or something. I didn't think so. I thought it was interesting. Anyways, there's a rumor that Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet are dating, and I think that is... I just love that so much, because everyone's like, why? I'm like, because it's so unexpected, like, you would never expect her to date Timothy Chalamet, like, like, yeah, he's, like, I don't know if you consider him A-list, probably now, but I don't know, like, they don't really date actors, they date, like, musicians, or, um, athletes, or, I don't know, business people, but I just love this so much, like, the billionaire, the boy, like, what a, awesome title. So I will keep you updated on that because I personally have a uh, interest in that. So we'll see how that turns out. Apparently Scooter Braun, who if you're not aware who that is, he is um, not a good person. He is the one that bought all of Taylor Swift's music out from under her uh, in that shady deal that her record label did um, with him without letting her know. And so that's why she's re-recording all her music, because she doesn't want him to have control of her masters. Some stuff's going down, apparently. Like, his wife filed for divorce, I think sometime this year, maybe. Yeah, because Taylor Swift wrote the song Vigilante Shit, and it's obviously about um, Scooter. And she says in it um, something about, giving the file to F- to the FBI. Um, and so people are like speculating what if she really did that, because like right now, Demi Lovato, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, I don't even know Idina Mazel was on his, um, on his lineup of people. He, he, he manages a lot more people than I thought anyways. And Carly Rae Jepsen are all supposedly leaving um, and dropping him as a manager. So people are wondering like, is stuff going down? What's going on? Um, His wife left him. Like, what was in that FBI file that Taylor gave? But we'll just have to see. I hope, I don't know, hope something, I don't know. Apparently he's going to be CEO of some company he's built, but I don't believe, I'm sure that might happen. I don't believe that that's why all these people are leaving. Someone said that well, he's just gonna be too busy, so he's having to let go of the manager side and just focus on the CEO side. But I I just don't believe that. I think something else is going on. He seems shady and like not a nice guy, but oh well. Uh, Also in Taylor Swift news, a security guard, I think it was in, where was it, Minneapolis? He got fired um, for asking fans to take photos of him. Apparently he got the job just um, to go, so he could go to see events for free, and he said the main goal was to be able to see Taylor Swift, because he went in 2018 to the Reputation Tour, and he started asking security guards, like, how they got the job, and if they liked it, and if it was worth it, and if you could see the show. So he did that, and he ended up getting a job, and he was, like, right next to Taylor, so that First night, he saw how close she would get to him and all that stuff. So the next night, he, he handed out little notes to people in the stands um, and asked them to record videos of him when she was right next to him or pictures and then send them to him. And apparently, I don't know how his company found out, but they did, and they fired him, which is super annoying. But I will say I do believe that because when we went to the Eras tour, um, we there was a security guard right in front of us, And it was, like, the very end of the show. She had left the stage, and, like, the confetti was, like, still falling, and um, they were actually starting to clean up. And my friend Catherine was like, do you want us to take a picture of you? And he's like, um, yeah, sure. Because he was, like, dancing the whole night and having fun and, like, trying to look back, but not really because he'd get in trouble. And it just, like, it felt so bad for him because, like, we were, like, enjoying the show so much, and he was just standing there, like, wanting to watch with everybody. But as we were taking a picture of him, another guy walked by, and he's like, she she asked if I wanted my picture taken. I didn't ask her. He's like, I don't I don't care what you do. <laughs> like like apparently it's a big deal in um uh like that the companies that hire these people to do these events, which I get. They don't want them all like fawning over the artists and not paying attention and like um but I get it, but I don't think you should fire people over it. Like, that's just ridiculous. So that is unfortunate, but I, I don't think that was his full-time job, I think that was kind of just a side job, so he could go to all these free events, which I, well, I couldn't stop anybody if they tried to rush the stage, so I don't think I could be a good security guard, um, I'd probably be like, hey, hey, stop, don't do that, um, yeah, that's probably not a good idea, you don't want to, do that. like, I would be the worst, worst security guard, bodyguard, whatever, I, um, yeah, that is just not the, the field for me, Okay, sorry. There's just, I there's so much information that I, I want to tell everyone, but I forget some when I, when I like I write it down or, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'll remember that. But there's just so much that sometimes I skip over it, and so I'm kind of reading off of a little, like, cue card type thing, because um, I just don't want to forget really important stuff, because, you know, this is, like, life-altering information. <laughs> uh, anyways, the next thing we have is Teenage Dream, the album, turned 13 on the 24th of August, which is just absolutely insane to me because I remember when it came out and it just makes me feel old. And it I also is just, it seems like it's still that time to me. Um, I have a really hard time with aging and time. And I, I know it's not like unique to me, but it really bugs me and I hate it. And it just goes by so fast. So, to hear 13 years just makes me feel like a fossil, like, literally. But I will say, I am super glad um, that this album came out when I was in high school. Like, it's just, like, the best album of all time. I think everyone can kind of agree on that. I know everyone else has, like, their favorite albums, but this album was, like, literally pop perfection. Um, And she spared no expense. Um, The advertising was insane, just... Everything about it was so good. This is what I meant like last week when I said I don't think pop stars want to be pop stars anymore. Um, they just they just don't do it like they did at this time in two thousand ten. Like two thousand ten, well maybe like two thousand eight to two thousand twelve or thirteen, maybe thirteen. I feel like that was like the last big year of promoting albums. That's like when bangers came out, um, art pop, prism. Um, Lord's, uh, Pure Heroine album, I think came out in 2013. Like that was just like the last big year of actual publicity of albums and big pushes and anyways, so yeah, 13 years, Teenage Dream, the first week it sold 192,000 copies and it went right to number one as it deserves. It charted in the top 40 for three years in a row, which is incredible. It has five number one singles, which that is unheard of. Like this album went on forever and albums usually don't do like maybe a year or a year and a half, two maybe, but five number one singles. So let's see, there's um, Firework, California Girls, Last Friday Night, Teenage Dream, and E.T. And the one that got away, which is the best pop song in the entire world. I would argue, the best song in the entire world. It was number three, which I do not get. What was wrong with everybody? Like, that song is just... I just need it injected into my veins at all times because it truly is the best song ever. It's just, it's like one of those songs that you just, like, belt out in the car and it's, like, sad and it's relatable even though it's not, like, specific to you, but the way she talks about, like, experiences you just like, oh yeah, it reminds me of this time, or it just feels so relatable, and it's sad, and the music video's sad, and it's just a good song for when you're feeling sad and just want to scream sing in the car. Anyways, I'm getting off topic. By 2013, the album had sold 6 million copies worldwide. <clears throat> the album was the first in history to sell over 50 million singles. That's a lot of singles. That's, like, insane. Um, I think now... I could be wrong, but I think now she has sold over 100 million singles. That's including all of her discography, which, that is to- That's insane to me. Um, I, I just can't fathom that many that many songs being sold, but it's true. I mean, I believe it, because she's Katy Perry, but still. Um, today, as of today, the album sold over 12 million copies, um, certifying it as a Diamond album, which is... In- incredible, in my mind, Diamond is when they sell 10 million million copies or more, so, yeah, it's more than Diamond, technically, it's Diamond, what is it, 12 times Platinum, I guess, Platinum's a million, Diamond's 10 million, (sighs) yeah, it has two Diamond singles, I think that's wrong, though, I think they need to update that, but Firework and California Girls, and I'm pretty sure, I felt all these Katie stan accounts on twitter and yes i'm still calling it twitter i will not call it the other name um and they're like i wish i wish capital records would get to work and uh submit all of katie's work because i think there's like one or two other songs on this album that need to be diamond which yeah i don't know i don't know about you guys but that is my favorite album probably of all time one of them so taylor has finished the first leg of the american the u.s tour um She's coming back, I think it's next year. Not to very many cities, though. I have, I've heard a rumor that she's going to announce more, which I hope, because they're really random cities. Like Miami and New Orleans and then Indiana. That, that's... What a weird... What a weird place to go. Anyways, but... So, she's in Mexico right now. I think she's on night three. Uh, right now. Or, night three was last night. And she, her surprise songs were Cornelia Street and... Um, you're on your own, kid. Which those are good songs. <laughs> those are really good songs. Like I didn't mind mine. Mine were fine. The first, the first one we went to was "Cowboy Like Me" and "White Horse," which was really good. She brought out Marcus Mumford. The second one. Why am I spacing on the second one? Hang on one second. <laughs> the second concert was tied together with a smile and message, message in a bottle, which those are good, but. I really wanted Back to December. I hate Denver for getting that. Back to December, The Great War. Um, those ones would have been absolutely incredible. Um, I can't wait until she finally does Me. I like that song. But um, it's universally known for, to everybody. Like, most people don't like it, which I don't get. It's not... People I like, it's so annoying. Not really. It's fun. It's a fun song to sing. Just, like, live a little. Don't be so uptight. Like, not every song has to be this beautiful, poetic ballad, like, it can be a fun, like, dancing song, too, so, anyways, that's my rant for that, I wasn't planning on saying that, but there you go, there's your, there's my opinion on me, but I saw a TikTok once of a, just recently, of a girl who was, um, like, dancing around to Taylor Swift, and she's like, I'm sad, depressed, what'd she say, sad that I couldn't get Cornelia Street as my, um, surprise song, but happy that no one else has gotten it either. But sorry to that girl because Mexico City got it. And I am very jealous of them because that's a good song. It's probably one of my favorites off of Lover. So Friday was a big day for um, new singles for pop girlies like Miley and Selena. Um, They both released songs. They're very different (laughs) from each other. I didn't mind Selena's. I will say I haven't listened to it again since the first listen. It just... It's a good song. It just does not seem like a song that an A-list pop star would sing. It seems more like one like maybe Sabrina Carpenter or maybe Ava Max or um, Madison Beer. Like, I love all those girls, but I don't know. It just seemed really, really quickly written and not... I don't know, just not a lot of thought put behind it. It's fun. It's a fun song. I will say, though, the dress she wears in it is gorgeous. It reminds me a lot of the dress that um, Dua Lipa wore to... I guess it wasn't a dress. Like, it was, and then she took it off during her performance, and underneath it was just, like, kind of like a top and a bottom. But I think it was Versace at the 2021 Grammys. And it's, like, this sparkly pink... Um, dress and it fits perfectly, and that I did like. And the music video was fun. I'm not saying I don't like the song, but it's just not my favorite. But Miley's, on the other hand, um, I feel like it hit everybody in the feels because it's just super nostalgic, and she could you could tell in the music video it's just her standing there crying and singing, and she like some of the lyrics are I don't dress the same. I used to be crazy. I used to be fun. You say I used to be wild. I say I used to be young. Um, and she released that on August 25th. Uh, and she's like, this August 25th has always had, like, a an important meaning in my head or something. Or it's been a significant time, like, um, day. And I, I had a feeling that that was when the 2013 VMAs were. And, like, that's when everybody started criticizing her. And it was. But I also didn't realize it was when Wrecking Ball came out. And that came out the same day, and I think the music video came out a few weeks later in September. Um, but that's just when she started getting criticized like crazy. Like, she already had because she cut her hair off, and, you know, the music video to We Can't Stop was a little more risky than what she was used to doing. But that, that performance kind of really... Um, changed the trajectory of her career and her life actually she said she stopped wearing bikinis after that because people kept putting side-by-side pictures of her and like a turkey <laughs> like uh you know like when you're ready to cook what do they call it i don't a plucked turkey what am i trying to say like one that's ready to be put in the oven and she felt just super embarrassed because people were comparing her to that calling her turkey legs um and I read an article, it was her British Vogue one, and she's like... I look back at it, and at the time, like, it, it didn't bother me, but I look back at it now, and I was basically a kid. I was a child, and all these people, all these grown adults were saying such horrible, awful things to me and about me. And I just would never do that to somebody, especially somebody that young. And I, I, I agree with her. Back at the time, I was... What was I 18? I would have been 18. And so at the time I just felt like, I don't know. I, at that age, I felt pretty old. Like I felt like I was so old. I knew everything and I did not, I did not know a thing. But just back at that time, you don't, you don't really see it that way. But looking back at it now, it's like, yeah, she was a kid. She was just young and having fun. And actually Katy Perry, that's when she performed Roar, and she was, like, literally at the top of her game, and super famous. She was on a, I just saw a video on Twitter, she was on a morning news station or whatever, and I could, I feel like they were trying to get her to talk bad about Miley, and she just wasn't having it. She's like, they showed a clip of her twerking on Robin Thicke, who, I don't like Robin Thicke, but whatever. Um, and they're like, so what are your thoughts on this? And Katie was just like, well, isn't she like 19 or 20? She's like, I was doing just as wild and crazy things as that when I was her age. Like, I don't see a problem with it. So I'm happy that she like took, Katie took the high road and was nice about it because, well, honestly, Katie probably doesn't have any room to talk because she was literally shooting whipped cream out of her boobs in California Dreams music video, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but like, it'd be kind of hypocritical of her. She's like, yeah, she's just so wild. She needs to settle down. Like, no. She doesn't. She can do whatever she wants. She's a pop star. And she's having fun. And she knew she was making history. She knew what she was doing. She wanted to get those album sales. And it worked. Um, yeah. But it's just, kind of, it's just kind of sad. She looks back on it now and realizes actually how hard it was and how much it actually affected her. And It's just, the lyrics, the song's really good. If you haven't heard it, you need to listen to it. It's really, really good. She worked on it for, like, 18 months, and I think it was just kind of one of those things that you keep coming back to. Like, you work on it a little bit, think about it, come back to it. So, but I hope this is, like, an entrance into, um, like, another phase of Endless Summer Vacation. I think I talked about that last week, how there might be a second part to it, which I really hope's true, because in all of her advertising or whatever, she says endless summer vacation um continued. And then it says Backyard Sessions, which is like where she sits in her backyard and, and just kinda sings um acoustic versions of the songs, which are really good, but I just another part of that album would be so good. I'd be such a happy boy. Miss IGGY herself also released a new song, which is it's pretty good. Uh I will. I've actually like her a lot and I have followed her still since the big, when she was super popular, you know, <clears throat> during Fancy and, and work and Black Widow and all that stuff. Um, but she, she obviously isn't as famous as she used to be and people are kind of hard on her. The song is good. Um, the music video is good. She produces everything by herself now. She left her record label, which I, I think it was P Diddy. I could be wrong who she was with. No, no, no. Um, Oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, you could have whatever. T.I. It's T.I. He was her manager, I think. I could be wrong. I'll research that and let you know next week if I'm wrong. But she left him his la- his label or whatever because she just didn't didn't like what was going on there. But she's just kind of been independent and released songs when she's wanted to throughout the last 10 years or so. Um, and... <laughs> someone on Twitter was like, Iggy, why don't you release more music? And she's like, y'all don't like my cooking. She's actually really funny on Twitter. I I like her a lot. Um, this song is not one you'll probably want to listen to with your kids. (laughs) It's kind of dirty, but still fun. Um, she still does have good music. So if you're not a hater to her, which I think a lot of people are, are, um, like my cousin showed me this tweet the other day and it said, (laughs) Iggy Azalea uh, threatens to release new music <laughs> and we cannot stop laughing because that's hilarious but also I don't agree with that because I like her music it's just funny how they worded it threatens too <laughs> All right last thing on the agenda is Nicki Minaj I don't know if this is new I just saw it on TikTok but Nicki Minaj is apparently in the, in the new Call of Duty um and she actually looks like super realistic and she has all these catchphrases but one of my favorites was um, I need an F R E A K forty seven, and I'm the alpha, the omega, everything in between. But I don't, I don't know how many slogans she has on there, but these ones are good ones. And on TikTok, they do like a whole list of them. I think it's such a random collab, but also kind of funny. Good for her. She supposedly has a new album coming out, Pink Friday two. Well, I don't know if it's just Pink Friday two or Pink Friday Volume two, which I really, really, really hope it's the same. As, like, the same vibe as Pink Friday because that album was so good. I like her other albums too, they're okay. Um, the pink print, I will say, is fantastic, but like Queen was okay. Um, but like Pink Friday, um, uh, the pink print, what was the one? Roman Holiday, it's Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded, and that's the one with like Starships and um, Bees in the Trap, Bees in the Trap, Young Forever. You a stupid hoe. You, you a stupid hoe. Oh, I didn't know Turn Me On was on this one. I thought it was just David Guetta's song. That song was so popular. Um, I actually got to see where they recorded like the music video for um, Starships. It was in Hawaii. Such a, a random video. But in a random place to record it. <laughs> I don't... Anyways, I've seen it. So there's that. Um, but that's all I have right now. Um, I am actually am running late. I gotta go shower, and get ready, and go meet my friends, so I can go see Beyonce, and then I'll let you guys know what the concert was like next week, but thanks for listening, also, I have, um, like, the analytics on this, on whatever, this podcast thing, and it says someone from Germany is listening, that is, like, so cool to me, that's the only, it's, like, United States and Germany, um, there's also someone like, South Carolina, um, Arizona, California, um, most of it like 89% of it's in Utah. So also it is on, I didn't realize this, but it is on Amazon and on Apple. So you can listen to it on there too, if you prefer those ones, but Spotify is like the main one. This is day two, episode two, I guess. So I hope you guys had fun and thank you for listening. I appreciate it so much. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what an outro would be for me. Um, if you guys think of anything, let me know, like send me, send me ideas of outros I could do, but as of right now, it's just going to be, bye.